At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. A Tuesday show for you. A lot to do. Matt Humans, Vicent host, Vicent handicapper, will join us. We'll talk Rangers Lightning Game Four. Uh, we'll talk some MLB futures, some awards. So looking forward to that. And there is a lot to do. And I think the Rangers probably should where we start here. As we talked about it yesterday, Sunday. The Rangers had a 2-0 lead in the game, 2-0 lead in the series. And 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you're thinking sweep because, like I said, they're up 2-0. They're dominating game three. They're dominating the series. They had every opportunity to put the Lightning away, go up three games to none, and and send the Lightning home packing and uh, disrupt the 3 P. And, and now you sit here for a game four, and you have a series on your hands. And game four, as I always say, it's kind of the swing game in the series. Now, any game in a seven-game series is an important game whether it's one, two, three, I mean, you only have to win four of them. So any one game is very important in such a short series. But game four is always where I think the series swings, where it's usually 2-1 somebody, and the team that's ahead either wins and puts their stamp on the series and takes complete control, and you're looking at a shorter series, or the team that's down 2-1 to wins, ties it up 2-2, and you're looking at a six or seven gamer. And... I wouldn't count the Rangers out tonight. I, I'm not looking to bet the Lightning. It's uh, Lightning minus $1.80 here at Bet Rivers. Rangers plus $1.50. Under 5.5. Under is just a little minus 130. If I had to play anything on this game, I would play the under. I think the Lightning were rusty in game one and, and let up a bunch of goals. I think that was, what, a 6-2 final. 
something like that game went way over since then we've had a couple of three two games both of them stayed under i think as the series goes on it'll be more defensive oriented so i would go under five and a half uh, i do think the lightning will probably win tonight now this ranger team they've, they've outplayed the lightning for a lot of this series so i wouldn't be shocked if the rangers won but i just worry about the way that game three ended that's uh that's a major home ice advantage the lightning have tonight despite all the fact you know a bunch of new yorkers live in florida live in tampa bay you would think there'd be more ranger fans that was a uh a raucous Tampa crowd Sunday, and I would expect the same tonight as Tampa looks to even the series. I think the Rangers are in good shape in this series. You, you still have a two games to one lead. You have a potential game seven at home. Uh, but I do think after tonight, it probably would be tied. Probably. I, I don't feel great about it, but I don't. I just don't like the way the game ended for the Rangers here. I still think they'll win the series. As they are minus 136 to win the series, Lightning are plus 116. So they're still a slight favorite. If you're going to bet the Rangers, I would I, I would still have faith in the Rangers minus 136 to win this series. Or you could say, you know what, if the Lightning win tonight, you're going to get the Rangers probably back at, a, not probably, they will be at a plus price tomorrow, a, a small plus price. But if the Rangers lose tonight, they'll be back to being underdogs in this series. So these these series, these, uh, you know, these short series can change quickly. They can change the, the, Drop of a dime, whatever the expression is, these series can change awful quickly. And like I said, Sunday, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you're sitting here thinking the Rangers are going to the Cup Finals, thinking the Rangers have a good chance to sweep. And here you are 36 hours later, and Lightning have a good chance to even this up. So I'm not interested in laying the 180. I do think the Lightning probably win tonight. And I'll still stick with my original pick, and that is the Rangers in seven. But you know, sort of the opposite, same thinking, but the opposite with the first two series where – you know, you're trailing Pittsburgh three to one. You're down two nothing against Carolina team that a lot of people thought was better than you. If you're the Rangers, just get into a game seven where anything can happen. Well, now you don't want any part of a game seven because you're up two nothing in the series. You're up two nothing in game three. Now game seven's a disaster. So not a disaster, but it's less than an ideal scenario. But I do think Tampa probably wins tonight, and then they split the next two games, and we're probably looking at a game seven for a chance to go to a Cup final. Now the Rangers could win tonight, go home, close it in five. Uh, you know, it's it's no guarantee that the Lightning win tonight, or it's no no guarantee this ends in seven. I'm just gut feeling this this goes seven. Gut feeling Tampa wins tonight, and this does go seven. But tonight's a big one. Tonight's definitely a big one, and you want to score early and get that taste out of your mouth from Sunday. The way that ended was just brutal. You thought you were at least getting an overtime where anything could happen. Uh, Tampa gets the goal with 30 seconds left and, and gets on the board here in the series to win it three to two to cut the series lead to two one, and now you're in a fight. So. Fascinating game. We'll break it down here with Matty Humans a little further uh, as he is coming up in the next couple minutes. Quickly on the baseball, the Mets continue to roll. Beat up on the Padres. Escobar hits for the cycle. First Mets cycle in like a decade or so. Uh, we talked about this stretch with the Mets where it's at the Dodgers, at the Padres, the Angels, which doesn't look as daunting now, although you could look at it the other way and say you, you don't want to play the Angels now because they're not going to lose 20 in a row and they're going to win at some point. But Padres, Giants... Angels, Brewers, a tough stretch for the Mets. Well, they're already 3-2. and two. And we said going in, hey, just play 500. You have such a big lead. Considering your injuries, considering your lead, if you just play 500, you're okay. Well, they're 3-2 and two as they take the field tonight. Darvish against Walker. Padres minus $1.30 at Bet Rivers. Total, I think, 7.5. Most of these are 7.5 down. Boy, the totals are lower and lower every single day. Although, starting to see a little more offense. with This weekend, there, we saw some big offensive games. And there are some 9s and 10s across the board here. So, not as many 7s as I thought. But it is, let's see, Bet Rivers has this total at, I think it was 7.5. It is 7.5. Uh, a little juice to the over. I would pick the Padres here. I just think this is uh, a good pitching matchup for the Padres. 
you know, Walker, a disastrous second half last year. He was good in the first half, and he's been pretty good this this uh, season so far. I do I do think it's a pretty good advantage here for the Padres. I'll, a small pick on the Padres. I don't like picking against this Mets team because this Mets team is fun to root for. They've been profitable. They've been good to me betting-wise. But I will take the Padres here minus $1.29 for a small bet here at Bet Rivers. Uh, Yankees in Minnesota, a team they've just dominated in recent years. Just completely dominated. They are minus 159. It is Tyone going against Sands. Sands I'm not too familiar with. I know he's a big prospect. He hasn't pitched well in the big leagues. He's, he split time this year, big leagues and the minors. He had a 7-8 ERA in the minors. Uh, his, his ERA is not much better in limited time in the big leagues. Seven innings, eight runs, eight, run, eight, eight innings, seven runs, something like that. I think eight innings, seven runs in limited time here in the majors. So, it's always tough hitting a guy you haven't seen before. I'd be careful here, but I would certainly lean towards the Yankees again. They're just playing so well. They got Stanton back. Judge has been incredible. This is a building they've had a lot of success in, a team they've had a lot of success against. Not that that always carries over, but it seems to against Minnesota. And Tyone, look, any of these, any five of these Yankee pitchers could make, uh, any five of these Yankee starters could make the all-star team. Holmes, you think, would be an all-star. King has pitched poorly lately. I would think that would hurt him. When you're a middle reliever and you don't have the save statistic, you have to almost be flawless to make an all-star team. Uh, so King's not going to make it. But Holmes and pretty much any of these five stars, you figure Cole will make it, Cortez will make it, and then it's hard. I mean, it's hard to leave these guys off. I don't think Montgomery will. Severino certainly has a chance. Tyone does he have a chance? I'd have to look. You know, at some of these other guys. And again, you could have guys dropping out late because they started Sunday or they have injuries or whatever. But Pretty much any of these five guys could make the all-star team from the Yankees rotation. It's just been that good of a rotation here. So I would lean towards the Yankees tonight. I would lean towards the Padres tonight. But it's a hockey night. It is a hockey night. It is a big night here for the Rangers. I should probably give you some of these futures too because I noticed the Rangers, what were they, plus 425 at Bet Rivers to win the Cup. Hey, that's not a bad number. You're still up 2-1 in this series. Yeah, have, have home ice for a Game 7. Colorado is obviously really good. They're really potent, but you'd have the goaltending advantage. It's hard to win a championship with just offense. Now, not that Colorado is you know, terrible on defense, terrible in goal, but it's hard to just outslug teams in baseball, whether it's football. You know, The greatest show on turf won a, won a Super Bowl with the Rams in the early 2000s. I think that was year, it was 99 into 2000. But the old saying is pretty true. Defense does win championships. It's hard to just win, win a championship with just incredible offense and mediocre defense. So... I think the Rangers will get to the final, and I think they'll be very live in the final against the Avalanche. So the Rangers plus 425. If you got nothing in pocket on the Rangers, uh, Rangers plus 425 at Bet Rivers is a pretty good price. Uh, if you think they're going to lose tonight, maybe you just wait and, and play it after game four. But again, Rangers could come out and say, you know what? Game game three is behind us. Sunday's behind us. We're going to come out. We're going to win this series. We're going to close it out in five. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't expect it, but I wouldn't be shocked here. Uh, this Rangers team's been really good, and they've played really well in this series for the most part. Uh, Bet River specials before we get to Matty Humans. Stamkos to record over one and a half points versus the Rangers plus 210. That is a special at Bet Rivers. Uh, and then they have some game three NBA finals over 20 and a half, over 29 and a half three pointers made in game three plus 115. Remember, they made 40 in game one. So uh, that might be worth a look. And then Draymond to record over 24 and a half combined rebounds, points, assists. That is plus 115. Horford to get a double-doubles, plus 325. Uh, and then they have one for the Canadian Open this week. Oh, no, Canadian Open and the U.S. Open. Rory has to finish top five at both. That is 10 to 1. So go to BetRivers.com, download the BetRivers app, check out everything they have to offer in terms of these specials. 
You got hockey lines, but you got a million ways to bet these hockey games. There's, you know, first team to score. Will there be a goal, a goal in the first 10 minutes, the first five minutes? There's all sorts of different ways to get at these games. Who will score first? Who will score last? Uh, you know, player props. There, there's everything you look for here um, at BetRivers. So go to BetRivers.com, download the BetRivers app. Every Tuesday, there is a 20% profit boost as well. So check that out. Uh, at betrivers.com or the Bet Rivers app. Coming up next, Matt Humans will get into game four of the Rangers. Do they have a chance against the Avalanche if they advance? Some MVP futures in the American League, the National League. He's got a guy he likes at long odds. Uh, and his thoughts on the futures market in Major League Baseball. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21 or older, available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, we are back. New York City cast and BetRivers Sportsbook. Uh, somebody I've wanted to have on for a while. I don't know why I haven't had him on sooner. That's probably my fault, but he's here now. He is the co-host of The Edge. You can catch him on VEASAN, Long Shots, where he does a great job with Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, Point Spread Weekly, uh, Fast Food Connoisseur. It is the great Matt Humans. Matt, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Hey, great to be on, buddy. And um, I'm ready to talk anything uh, on your mind today, including the Yankees. Yeah, let's get right into it. I guess we'll start with the Rangers just because it's a it's a pivotal game for tonight. Lightning mm-hmm. are about dollar seventy five favorites. Last I checked here at Bet Rivers, total five and a half. The, the under is juiced. Uh, I didn't expect the Rangers to win Game Three. It doesn't bother me that they lost, but the way they lost, as somebody who's rooting for the Rangers here, I picked Rangers. I've got futures on them. Uh, it bothered me the way they lost. If they just lost four nothing, five nothing, you could just kind of move on. But to be up two nothing, to be up two one in the third. Sort of feels like t- Tampa might have turned the tables on them here. Now, the Rangers still have a lead in the series. They still have Game 7 at home, potentially. Uh, but but the way they lost here was a little bit of a concern. What are your thoughts here on a Game 4 tonight? You know, I'm, I'm probably the opposite. I, and I thought they looked like the better team. If you were, if you take the first two games and the first two periods of Game 3, I felt like the Rangers were the better team in the series. It looked to me like they were going to win it. I was not surprised that they actually let that get, game get away in the third. A lot of times you see uh, the favorite, the perceived better team, play desperate hockey like that and um, find a way to pull it out. I love uh, I love the way the Rangers play. Blue collar, tough team, Gerard Gallant's a hell of a coach. I think the goal, their goalie situation is a little bit better right now. Uh, I know the odds makers are going to still tell you that Tampa Bay is a better team, but I like the Rangers to close out this series. And, and it might go seven. Like you said, and hey, take this for what's worth, because I'm not a puckhead. I'm not like the sharpest hockey analyst in the world, but I think the Rangers are going to win this series. So um, maybe it's just the pessimist in you, uh, Will Hill, being a Rangers fan. Yeah, no, I'm like you. I'm not. I, I mean, I come on here and I act like I'm Barry Melrose, but I don't know that much. Of all the major sports, I know the least about <laughs> hockey. 
But uh, right. I've had a pretty good feel for him. You know, down 3-1 against Pittsburgh. I was like, you know what? Down count him out. And against the Hurricanes, everyone was picking the Hurricanes. And I've been around this long enough to know, hey, when everyone's picking something, you got to be careful. It's got to put your antenna up. So I just figured, you know what? In those series, get to a Game 7, anything can happen. Now it's kind of the opposite where you'd be terrified in a Game 7 because the Lightning have won championships. They're not going to be scared. They're, you know, home ice is going to mean something because that building's going to be crazy. But, boy, to be up 2 nothing and to be up 2 nothing in Game 3, a Game 7 scenario is not like a, you know, coming into the series, Game 7 is a good scenario. But once you're up 2 nothing and you have a leading Game 3, Game seven, something you probably want to avoid here. Well, I guess I don't know. Like I said, that's about the extent of my analysis. I, I think the I wouldn't be surprised if the Lightning win Game four and it goes back to New York. But again, uh, I like where the Rangers sit in this series at this point. And uh, you know, yeah, it's disappointing that they they blew the two zero lead in the third period. But again, you're like you said, you're facing a championship team. You can't expect them just to lay down. They're they're going to fight back and. Um, they're going to extend the series that they were not going to get swept. So I, I wouldn't be too disappointed in the way game three turned out. Do you have any bets for the game tonight? Uh, I do not. I do not. I have not been betting much hockey at all, even though I do have a bet on the Rangers to win the whole thing. What number did you get? I got five to one, which is not a great number. How, how do you think they match up? If they do advance, how do you think they match up against Colorado? Well, it's it's kind of a contrasting styles type of matchup, and I, yeah. I like I kind of like the Rangers style a little bit better, and I think I'm going to be in the minority uh, with that. But again, I'm also a little bit of a Gerard Gallant homer. I think the Vegas Golden Knights were foolish to get rid of him. I don't know if you know the story behind it, but uh, Gallant's an old school hockey coach, and the Vegas Golden Knights front office is filled with a lot of arrogant people, and. Uh, they tried to get him to buy into analytics and their analytics department would give him reports on a daily basis and he would throw them in the trash. And they said, okay, <laughs> that. well, if, if you're going to do it that way, then you better win. And they ended up in that horrific series against San Jose where they had the uh, two terrible calls went against them and they lost the series. And that was the excuse the front office needed to fire Gallant. Well, look where the Vegas Golden Knights are now. They're in a lot worse situation than they were uh, that season, and it was a big mistake in my mind to uh, to fire him, and he's proving that uh, with the Rangers. So, uh, you know, as much as anything, I want to see him win and stick it to uh, the A-holes in the Golden Knights front office, which I think uh, a lot of people here in Vegas are rooting for Gerard Gallant. And uh, this, I think this Rangers team, team it looks just kind of a reflection of the coach, too, man. It's a tough team. And Ryan Reeves letting him go to the Rangers was another mistake Vegas made. Yeah, I've made the comparison. This Rangers team reminds me a little bit of the Islanders teams of the past couple of years where they're just kind of gritty. They're well coached. Yeah. Uh, you know, those Islanders teams fell short against this Lightning team. Once in the bubble, a game six they lost in overtime. And then last year, game seven, a heartbreaking loss, heartbreaking side of some mm -hmm. Islanders futures where they give up. I think it was a, a shorthanded goal. They lose one nothing. They really couldn't get anything, any, toward, any sort of shots on goal to even, you know, threaten the Lightning. And then they probably would have won a cup. They probably would have beat in Montreal. So, uh, rooting for the Rangers to get get over the hump here. Nothing on the total either. Five and a half. Any lean one way or the other? I'm not much of a totals player. I'm certainly not a hockey totals player. I think that uh, from what I've seen in the Colorado Edmonton series, most of the experts seem to get the total wrong. Uh, so getting away from that. But you're right. Barry Trotz did a hell of a job too. That was another guy. He was he was coach of uh, the Capitals when they beat the Knights. 
They lost the first game of that Stanley Cup final, then won four straight. Yeah, I was shocked they let him go. Shocked they let him go. Uh, we well, can switch no, over here to – you, if, you're, if you're looking for hockey picks, you got to call somebody else. I, I'm not I'm not even going to pretend to be a, uh, a hockey handicapper. I, I love watching the playoffs, but I'm not one to advise somebody else what to bet on hockey. Baseball, uh, uh-huh. something you do know a little more about. The Yankees, they've played great. Now, I don't buy these comparisons, the 98 Yankees. This is not the 98 Yankees. I mean, they had Scott Brocious hitting ninth, batting 300. This Yankee team has – holes all over the the lineup with hicks with gallo their bullpen starting to show some cracks but it's a good overall team uh the starting pitching's been outstanding uh do you think they run and hide this division like let's put it this way september 1st do they have an eight game lead or they have like a two or three game lead where they're fighting for this division still can i go in the middle and say a five game lead i I wouldn't be surprised if it's it's going to be a single digit lead but um I don't think the Yankees are going to run away and hide. What they're doing right now is impressive, but a lot of things have uh, fallen in place for them here in the last month and a half. They obviously got off to a really slow start. Aaron Judge got off to a slow start. Garrett Cole did. And those guys have been a lot better here in the last six weeks or so. I mean, Judge has been a beast. And uh, it's been the biggest difference why this offense has uh, gone crazy. And, you know, you got a lot of guys hitting better than they were in the first couple weeks of the season. The pitching, to me, uh, especially Jamison Tyon and uh, Nasty Nestor, has been the biggest difference. Those guys have been uh, have far exceeded expectations at this point. If you just look what they did last week, you get, you get Yankees right and left uh, throwing shutouts and flirting with perfect games. It's ridiculous how good this pitching staff has been at this point, and that's something I really did not see developing early in the season. Did you know Cortez was going to be this good? I didn't expect Tyon to be this good. So the you know, and then Luis Severino comes back, and you're not you're not sure what to expect. The potential is there for a World Series champion type pitching staff. I I agree with you. I still st- still think there are holes on the offense. I'm incredibly disappointed in how bad Joey Gallo's been in uh, the time short time he's been in New York. Uh, you know, you think. A left-handed power bat like that, he would be perfect for that short porch right field, but he, the guy can't hit. I think you got to kind of cut your losses at this point and move Gallo and find somebody else um, to put in that spot. I, I don't think he's going to get it done. So it's not the perfect team, uh, and they're going to they're going to come back to the pack a little bit over time. I mean, we're two months in, a little bit over two months into a six-month season, so I never like to get carried away and overreact to anything in baseball. But uh, I, I think the Yankees are in a really good position as far as their, uh, their starting pitchers and uh, their bullpen went healthy. I don't know. Would you say it's the best in baseball? It's really good. It's taken a couple hits the last couple weeks. I mean, it's right. definitely up there. Lawaiska getting hurt. Chapman's not the same pitcher. And oh, no. I, I don't know. That, that would be my next question, I guess. What do you do when Chapman comes back? Because you can't take Holmes out of the – Holmes has been too good. You can't even get the in, the ball of the infield against Holmes. He's 99. Everything sinks. Everything cuts. Chapman, you know, he, his velocity's decreased. He walks the ballpark. He makes you nervous as a Yankee fan. Even when he was more so in his prime, he would, you know, be struggling in big spots. I don't know how – I don't know what you do with Chapman because you definitely can't put him back into the closer role here. He's not the closer. That's an easy answer. Yeah. Uh, Chapman – Let's put it this way. If you got a bet on the Yankees, they're up one, and uh, Chapman comes in to close the game. Oh. No chance. No chance. That's the last thing you want. You're going to be nervous as hell uh, with that bet. You're expecting Chapman to blow it. 
so to me, that's that's all you need to ask yourself when you're trying to determine who should be the closer. It should not be Chapman, no. What do you do with him, though? Because he could hurt you. I mean, if you bring him in 2-1 in a seventh inning, whether it's a seventh inning, eighth inning, sixth inning, you bring him into a one-run game, he can hurt you just as much in the sixth, seventh, and eighth as you do in the ninth. So I don't know what you do. It's almost – he's not to the point where he's unpitchable, but like you said, he's just he, – his controls is not what it used to be. His velocity is not what it used to be. And he's not a guy who can pitch and mix and match. You know, he's a power pitcher. He relies on the fastball. So uh, I don't know where you stick him here in terms of this bullpen mix. I'm not – I'm not sure right away if you even put him in important situations. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm not worried about his ego. I don't give a damn about his ego either. And uh, his status, none of that stuff matters. The, the main objective is to win and uh, to close out games. And I don't trust that guy one bit. So I would not put him in important roles right, right away because when he comes in, I expect him to blow the game. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm point. totally with you. I'm totally with you. And Holmes is great. King is, has been really good. A little a little spotty lately, but King's really good. Schmidt has emerged. Um, with no green, with Chapman mm -hmm. hurt, with Lewisica hurt, they might need another bullpen guy, and they probably need another bat too because you can't carry, you can't carry all these guys that can't. I know they're they're winning. It doesn't really matter. But like Agashioka, that's been a disaster. Everyone hated Sanchez, and I understand that. But Agashioka's got a 400 OPS right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hicks is an automatic out a little better lately, but you know he had two extra base hits up until uh, I think this weekend if he if he got one this weekend, which is ridiculous. Gallo has nine RBI, so, I mean, you can afford one of these guys in an American League lineup, but you can't have three or four of these guys. Yeah, you know, the thing about the Yankees, I do think they'll they'll try to make the moves to uh, fill the holes this summer, so I'm not too concerned about that. But I would cut bait on, like I said, I would cut bait, cut losses on Gallo at this point. There are a lot of teams out there I think would like to have him and probably feel like that in a – different situation, new scenery, that he could be a highly productive uh, hitter and run producer. So I think Gallo's got some some trade value. Uh, so I would like to see Brian Cashman do the right thing there, move him, find a way to fill those holes. And I think the Yankees are going to be in pretty good position. I, I always look at the, the big picture, too, with the Yankees. And I never get carried away because uh, – Will Hill, it's been over a decade since the Yankees won a World Series, which to me and is... a World Series. Yeah. It's ridiculous with the resources they've had. And I don't want to hear anything about the Astros and all that stuff. They, they've squandered so many opportunities. And the window with Aaron Judge could be closing. Who knows? So the big picture is, wake me up in October, and this team better win in the playoffs. And if they don't... Uh, it's going to be big trouble because what's going to happen with Aaron Judge? You and I have talked about this on BSN shows. The Yankees uh, tried to lowball him with an offer of around $26 million a year. He wanted 36 He wanted Mike Trout money. And his price just keeps going up. And, the, you know, how much are you going to pay a guy like this who's, uh, who's you know, not necessarily a, a young gun anymore who could go down to injury at some point? It's It's – Funny, he's having the best year of his career right now in his contract year, in his walk year. And the Yankees, gonna have, they're going to be forced to overpay to keep Aaron Judge at this point because you know there are going to be teams out there that drive up the price, like the Mets, the Angels, Dodgers, whoever it may be. There's going to be people out. There's going to be teams out there ready, ready to drive up the price on Aaron Judge. So this is the year the Yankees got to get it done. And uh, I'm just hoping Cashman does the right things this summer to put this team in the best position uh, when we get to October. 
Yeah, I, I made the point. Look, the Mets would be the Mets would die to have this guy in right field, not just sure. because of his what he is as a player, but what he you know he's a draw too. He's got the name. Yep. You know, you could sell merchandise. He's six eight, hits the ball five hundred feet. He'd just be perfect. The Dodgers they love to have him. I just don't think the Yankees can afford to let him get him. I think the Yankees have to keep him. It would just be so bad perception wise for business. I mean, this is a team that's worth seven billion dollars to let your best player just get away because of money. I I don't think they can afford to lose him. So I do think. They'll figure something out. Whether look, whether it gets the free agency, whether they do something beforehand, that I'm not sure. But I, I don't think they can afford to lose him. But uh, yeah, you bring up good points. He's now like three to one to win MVP. Now it's not the best number. He opened twenty to one, but with Otani regressing, Trout and the Angels can't win a game. Trout's been bad lately. I just think this is Judge's award to lose, and I do think there's still some value there at three to one, just because Yankees are going to win probably a hundred or so games. He's going to hit as long as he stays healthy, fifty plus homers, maybe fifty-five. I don't know if he flirts with sixty, but uh, do you think there's still value here, Judge, to win the MVP? Yeah, I don't think he gets to sixty, but it's not going to surprise me if he hits in the low fifties or maybe even gets to fifty-five homers. Okay, here's the thing with Aaron Judge. Somebody asked me the same question this time about a year ago. And that's when I think Judge went down to injury, didn't he? For didn't he miss like two or three weeks at that point? Was that last year or two years ago? I can't I recall. I think it was two years ago. I think the last couple of years they've been pretty healthy. He and Judge have been, uh, he and Stan have been pretty healthy. It might have been two years ago. I think last year maybe he missed a week or so, but he's been relatively healthy. But your point is still valid. Yeah, I think three to one's a good bet. The only thing I I really feel like the the biggest risk is injury and. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's his MVP award to lose, and he could lose it by being injured at some point, and that's another thing that could slow the Yankees down. Uh, but, you know, when you anytime you make a futures bet, I don't care if it's uh, football with a quarterback or baseball with a guy like this, um, you know, I, you talk about win totals in football, and you think, what could go wrong? Well, an injury to the quarterback could screw your win total if you're playing the over, things like that. With Aaron Judge, I think the only thing that could really beat you is an injury that forces him to miss an extended uh, period of time. Otherwise, I agree with you. The Angels have lost 12 in a row. Um, Aaron Judge is probably going to be the MVP unless he misses, um, you know, double-digit games with an injury. you got to love where he sits right now. You know, I think on May, I'm going to say May 15th. It's May 15th or May 8th. It was anyways early May. At the Westgate Superbook, Aaron Judge was still at twenty-five to one to be MVP. Wow! Yeah, I wish I had made the bet at that point, and uh, yeah, I missed the number. So I really don't want to bet three to one. But I was kicking myself for missing the number on that. And how about Polar Bear Pete Alonso? On the same date, he was forty to one at the wow. Westgate Superbook, and um, you know now I. I love Polar Bear Pete to win MVP. I, I, you could have two MVPs in New York. I think Judge and, and Pete Alonso are in both in a great position to be MVPs. Yeah, I uh, I think Betts has a good chance in the NL, but Alonso's right there. And yeah. Same thing with the Yankees is the Mets. They're going to win, I don't know, mid-90s, 100 games maybe. Uh, so that, that obviously helps. You're in the spotlight there with New York. And I didn't realize this until a couple weeks ago, which I, I don't know how I didn't know this, but the Mets have never had an MVP. Isn't that hard to believe? Yeah, they never had a no-hitter until uh, four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not know that. I did not know the Mets never had an MVP. That's interesting. Well, I think they got a good shot to get one this year. I agree with you. Mookie Betts is the favorite as we sit here today. But Polar Bear Pete's getting ground, man. He's not far behind. 
Yeah, even even Betts was twenty twenty five to one like a month or so into the season. He wasn't doing great, so you can right. get some good numbers it, with these MVPs with these futures, like you mentioned. It's not even who you bet; it's when you bet them and finding the best price for them. That's correct, because Mookie Betts got off to a slow start. I remember two yeah. or three weeks into the season, I watched all the Dodgers games, and Betts was not hitting. Kind of like Aaron Judge got off to he got off to a slower start than Judge. When Judge caught fire, so did the Yankees and. Uh, there are a lot of guys, hey, not hitting in that Dodgers lineup, too. You know, everybody built the Dodgers up like they were the greatest team ever built. Uh, I think the Dodgers have, have some problems. They're lucky that Mookie Betts has, uh, you know, been one of the three best players in baseball over the last six or seven weeks. Yeah, it's funny because when they signed Bauer, it was a lot of, you know, a lot of people made the comparison of Durant to the Warriors where it was just over the top. They didn't need him. Mm -hmm. uh, it was overkill. But they got nothing out of him, and they, they really kind of needed – that ace guy because they, they traded for Scherzer. He walks. They get nothing out of Bauer. Kershaw's older now. He's hurt. He's not the same. I know he was good at the start of this year, but he's not that same dominant stuff where he's throwing the ball 96, 97 miles an hour like right. when he won Cy Young's. You know, they missed the depth with Ryu, with Maeda, with Rich Hill. It's just, you know, the Mitch Whites and the Tony Gonsolins of the world. That's <laughs> not great pitching. Bueller hasn't been great. So, yeah, I don't I don't love their pitching come October. I'm sure they'll add a guy. Luis Castillo makes perfect sense for them, but it's not that great pitching they've had in past years. No, it's not at all. And, in fact, Walker Bueller has been pretty bad at times yeah. recently. I, I bet the Mets plus 160 Saturday night against the Dodgers. And uh, Dodgers actually got out to a 4-1 to lead. Mookie Betts yep. had a basically clearing triple. And then the uh, polar bear Pete and the Mets rolled right back and knocked Bueller out of the game. I, you know, that's one thing I look for in baseball betting is uh, a fragile favorite, kind of an overrated favorite. And that's why I think Walker Bueller is right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you think the Mets are in good shape to pull away with this division? The Braves have finally put it together. You look at that lineup, that team, they should be better than what they were playing. I think they'll, they'll, you know, they'll win their 80-something games. I don't know if they'll get to the 90s with a slow start, but they might. Uh, where are you at with the Mets? Do you think they're in good shape here? Or you think they're in for a pennant race? Somebody could gain some ground on the Mets, make them sweat a little bit. I don't know if it would be the Phillies. Hey, it's early in the season. These teams still have a lot of time to catch fire. With the, with the manager change in Philly, I know they caught the Angels at the right time, so uh, who knows what's going to happen with Philly going forward. I, I'm not that crazy about the Braves, um, but the Mets are in a great position because you you've had no DeGrom, and uh, obviously Scherzer's been out for a little bit now, and he's still got a team that's on a roll. You know, I watched the Mets last night in San Diego. It looks like a complete baseball team to me. I, I think they're in, in pretty good shape. I would not be sweating it so far, knowing that you got DeGrom and Scherzer back at some point. you got to love where the Mets sit. Yeah, and that's another team. They'll make a move. Cohen's very aggressive, whether it's uh, – they probably use one more bat. They could probably use one more like an eighth-inning guy, definitely a bullpen guy. Everyone can use a bullpen guy this time of year. Of course. But they'll get another bat behind Alonzo and Lindor. They'll get another bullpen guy. You'd hope they get DeGrom back. I mean, everyone just kind of assumes he'll be back. I mean, it's, at some point, i got to see the guy pitch because it's been basically a calendar year where he hasn't pitched. Uh, I would think Scherzer comes back, but again, I mean, and he will come back. But again, he's not somebody you can completely count on. Remember 2019, the World Series, he was hurt, had to miss a start. Uh, I think it was game five. And then last year in the NLCS, he got hurt and they, they had to push his start. Or no, he I think he pitched game two and then never pitched again in the NLCS. So uh, you're dealing with these older pitchers, these guys with injury histories. You can never totally count on them, but I agree the Mets are, on, are in uh, you know, a pretty good spot right now. Well, they're a pretty good spot where they are in the standings. And you don't have to rush those guys back as long as right. you keep winning. Uh, you don't even really need those guys back until July at some point, right. maybe even early August. You 
think about how if you get DeGrom and Scherzer, um, if you get if you're getting their best, how tough is that team going to be when you get into postseason uh, series? I mean, that's that's what I would be focusing on if I'm the Mets. As long as you keep winning, you don't have to rush those guys back. And it's funny when you say that about the bullpen because I think every team, if you talk about what's the weakness, uh, every team is looking for another bullpen arm or two, right? Every team does. So, Yeah, no doubt. And I think the, the dream scenario for Major League Baseball, a Mets-Dodgers NLCS with all the history, uh, you know, to get the, the West Coast, the East Coast, and then the Yankees-Astros sort of a rematch. That would be just a perfect Final Four. I made the, the joke, I think it was on Lombardi Line yesterday. I was like, I, hopefully they'll put the World Series on TV and not on the Peacock Network or on Amazon oh, because boy. it's impossible to find some of these games. It's ridiculous what baseball does. I mean, they're their own worst enemy. It, it's so absurd. But uh, you could be. that's not an, an outlandish scenario. we get the Yankees and the Astros and then the, the, uh, the Mets and the Dodgers. Right now, I think uh, that's the way you would expect it to shake out. I think you're right. By the way, what you said about Peacock, I couldn't agree more. I was ticked off last season college football season there was a notre dame game on peacock and i couldn't find it how do you get peacock i have no freaking idea and uh baseball is the worst league of them all when it comes to uh tv access in terms of uh promoting the games you know in vegas i'm not going to go on a tangent on this but if you buy the baseball package you live in vegas you got six teams that are blacked out are you kidding me ridiculous it is completely ridiculous yeah, and they're, I mean, there's. it's not like it's the NFL where people are going out of their way to watch it. I mean, people can kind of take it or leave it. You want as many people watching as possible. And, again, they just do a, a terrible job promoting their sport. But, Matt, appreciate you coming on. This was fun. Hopefully we'll do it again sometime, uh, either before football season or, or down the road here. Appreciate you coming on. This was a lot of fun. Hey, you bet, man. I'm not a morning person, but when Will Hill gives me a call, I'll wake up and talk sports with you anytime. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, where can people find you? What we got the edge? That's weekdays, four <laughs> o'clock. What 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 do we got? All over VSIN. I do a lot of different shows on there, just like you do. You know, do a lot of different hits on different shows. Our regular shows on in the afternoon, four p.m. Eastern, and uh, on Twitter at Matt Humans two four seven. Always great to talk with you, buddy. All right, see you, Matt. Thanks. All right, thanks. All right, that'll do it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Matt Humans. Uh, Big night tonight, Rangers, Mets, Yankees all in action. This time tomorrow we'll be talking about the Rangers in a 2-2 series or they will be 3-1 and well on their way to a cup final. So should be a good game tonight. Should be a lot of fun. I expect a low-scoring game tonight. I got a feeling Tampa wins, but again, you can't count this Rangers team out. So should be a lot of fun. I'll, I'll certainly be rooting for the Rangers. That's part of the reason I don't want to bet on the Lightning tonight is I don't want to root against them. So not a great reason to not bet against them, although... You know, that minus 180 for a team that has really been outplayed for a lot of this series in the Lightning, I don't think that 180 is a good price. So if anything, I do think there's probably a little value on the Rangers. But uh, should be a good game. Maybe look for something in-game opportunities. Of course, go to BetRivers.com, download the BetRivers app, see everything they have to offer. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to download, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, all of that. This is the New York City Cast presented by BetRivers Sportsbook.